Welcome back to the Midweek Podcast. We are three of the pastors of All People's Church. I've got Pastor Ross, Pastor Sam, I'm Pastor Daniel. Thanks for joining us. Um, today we're going to talk about sabbatical. As promised in the bulletin, we, uh, we have an upcoming sabbatical planned for Pastor Sam. And we want to really share with you the, the what, the when, and the how of a sabbatical. We want to really explain biblically uh, why we would do this. We want to we help, help you understand what they're all about and, and, uh, you know, and specifically what Sam's is going to be, be all about. So but before we go there, where is this coming from? Why, you know, why are we talking about a sabbatical right now? Why is Sam going on a sabbatical right now? Where is that coming from? Yeah, so this is not something that we haven't talked about in the past, um, but not with the clarity and specificity we have lately. Mm-hmm. Um, we are coming out of one of the hardest years for ministry ever in, mm-hmm. recent, mini- in re- recent memory yeah. with the pandemic and the racial tension. And um, in addition, our, our little church has gone through some difficult things in, right. this, in this past year mm-hmm. that um, have kind of pushed this conversation forward and have made us realize that we as a pastor team need to make sabbaticals a regular part of our ministry yeah. so that we can run far rather than just run hard. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And, um, and, you know, it, made, it makes the most sense for, for Sam to begin us, especially with him having had his hand at the plow the longest. That's right. Um, I, I came onto this team very shortly before the launch, and you about a year and a half after the launch. And um, Pastor Sam already was laying the groundwork for, uh, for this church a couple years in advance. Yeah. And so just all those different factors taken together, it, um, it makes the most sense for Pastor Sam to start off this season of rest for him individually, and then in the future to incorporate um, similar seasons of rest for anyone else who's, who's on the pastor team. That's great. So with that, what is a sabbatical? Where do we get it biblically? You know, what, what exactly is it? Yeah, so a sabbatical, you can hear it in the word. It's related to the word Sabbath, mm-hmm. which is a period of rest. Now, in, in the Bible, beginning with the creation account in Genesis, God creates the world in six days and rests on the seventh day. That's right. It's part of his character to have a balance between work and rest. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, it's the pattern we see in the creation is six plus one, six units of work and one unit of rest. Hmm. And it's actually a pattern that repeats throughout the scriptures. Um, perhaps most clearly in Israel's sabbatical cycle, where they would farm the land for six years mm-hmm. and then rest on the seventh year and let the land recover mm-hmm. so that it could produce more fruit in those six years. Mm-hmm. Um, so ironically, um, the nation of Israel would be more fruitful when they were faithful to rest, which is counterintuitive because you'd think you'd be more fruitful if you just ground through seven years. Right. But um, what you actually find is that when you rest farmland, it becomes more fruitful. Hmm. And we're actually talking about something similar here, a period of rest to produce more long-term fruitfulness. That's good. Um, you can look through the scriptures and you won't find a command to sab- sabbatical to sabbatical right. <laughs> anywhere. That's right. Um, but it is a category of wisdom mm-hmm. that when you approach the scriptures and recognize that, that God 
wrote this into his creation, that it's just part of the natural rhythms he designed, that it would be rather perhaps negligent or um, unwise to just work and work and work and not ever take a season of rest like this, especially when in the ministry, which we're going to get into that later. Yeah. Um, but it seems to be just to be consistent with the way God designed the world, designed human beings, and mm -hmm. his own character. Yeah, that's really good stuff. Any examples you can think of of people that, that spent extended periods of time in prayer uh, or, or rest in this way? Yeah, I mean, you, you, don't, you don't see like a ministry Sabbath in, in, in the scriptures as yeah. much. Um, partially that's because most of the scripture takes most of the stories in scripture take place under the Old Testament and in a different historical period than us. Mm -hmm. But you do, you do see men like Moses, mm -hmm. Jesus, mm -hmm. um, taking periods of time, either before ministry, mm -hmm. oftentimes before ministry, to rest, to grow, to be filled by God. Jesus escapes ministry mm -hmm. to spend time alone with God. Um, so in his life, you see a pattern of seeking a distance from the flock so that you can engage with the flock more deeply, more richly. Elijah is another one. Yep, Elijah does also um, take, take a break um, after the confrontation with the prophets of Baal on, on Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, um, there doesn't... There doesn't seem to be this assumption that a human being can just endlessly and limitlessly work. Mm -hmm. um, rather, this recognizes that people are limited, and part of our limitation is the rest that enriches our work. Yeah, is there a length of, of work to, to before the sabbatical kind of, is there any sort of pattern like that that uh, either biblically or, or in the church, uh, like now, the, what, what do churches typically do with, with sabbaticals? Yeah, I think, um, like, like I said, there's no, there's no command of, of sabbatical. Mm -hmm. And so there isn't like, this is how you do it, every so-and-so. It's more just drawing from wisdom. And I think, like, around seven years, not exactly. There's no command that it has to be seven years, but somewhere in that ballpark, you know, a little before, a little after, but just, just seeing that that's a pattern that ancient Israel instituted um, based off of this, this um, pattern in creation. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, um, having s not a whole year of rest, but having some period of rest mm -hmm. every, you know, so often, like f five to eight years, something like that in that range, mm -hmm. seems to be wise. Yeah, it seems like... As we read about different, you know, churches that are doing sabbaticals, uh, you know, anywhere from every three years to, to every seven years, or as needed. That's that's mm -hmm. how churches are talking about the the span of time. Yep. Um, and and we're learning. We're learning from other churches because it is a wisdom matter, like yes. Ross said. So we're trying to figure out what are what are other church churches doing. Um, ultimately, the goal and the the purpose of a sabbatical is for the physical, emotional, spiritual, and relational renewal of the pastor. That's, that's the goal. That's the purpose. And, and the, what we want, what we need, is a, a separation from ministry in the, in the same uh, 
capacity, you know, a time to really engage with the Lord, to press into Him to get that. That's, that's the whole purpose. And, the, and ultimately, what we hope for and pray for is that we will have a better pastor mm-hmm. as a result right. of that's that right. time. Um, sabbaticals, we could say, are just as much for the church as they are for the pastor. Um, If we have healthy leaders, uh, oftentimes those who are following are healthy. The church is healthy. So we're uh, really trying to take steps towards our church's long-term health, uh, and and it starts with caring well for the leaders. So that's, that's kind of our... Our, our purpose. Um, why should pastors get a sabbatical? I mean, a lot of people work, and everybody works, right? Hopefully, and not everybody gets this sort of target corporation doesn't offer sabbaticals, <laughs> as far don't. as I know. Yeah. So someone might say, you know, I work really hard, Sam. Why? Why are you getting a sabbatical? What's What's that all about? Yep. Yeah, and, and and maybe I could just say maybe you should get a sabbatical. Yeah. Right? Like I, I remember reading this one book called Pastors Are People Too by Jimmy Dodds and he brought up some of the um the um what are the so words just the E, like when you're um objecting sorry, not, oh objections towards uh, different yeah, yeah. <laughs> objections. There yeah, yeah, yeah. Ab- e- ejections, <laughs> yeah. Objections um to different benefits that churches best practices for churches that have healthy pastors and healthy churches. And, and you know, one of the objection, objections is like, my work should never do this, uh, would never do this. And he says, yeah, that's that may be true, but maybe they should. Like, should the church be the ones who set the pace for what healthy work and mm, work should be? That's oh, good. Or that's should good. we look to the world to, to tell us, right? Because right now we're seeing increasing amount of companies adopting paternity leave, hmm. which is really healthy, hmm. right? And it's just now happening. And novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. People love it, and people think it's good to do. And now you feel a pressure to do it. And I think, in in some ways, rightfully so. Right. We mm-hmm. we want the fathers in the homes being more attentive to the kids. Amen. And and so now that's a new innovation. And, and far be it for churches being like, okay, well now we'll do paternity leave because the world's doing it. Right. Now we yeah. need to set the pattern. Now with that said, I think there's something unique about pastors. Now sabbaticals are uh, primarily within um, ministry and academia. But academia is going to be more about producing a product, like finishing a, uh, a paper or writing a book and, and so forth, uh, renewing the mind. But, but pastors a little bit more. And here, here's why. Let me throw a couple of stats. Uh, I got this from the Fuller Institute, Barn Institute, and Pastoral Care, Inc., and as well as some other places. Um, the average tenure for a senior pastor is about three to four years in American churches today. Mm. In other words, if, if we were to hire a senior pastor, which we... I don't think we will. Um, <laughs> that the likelihood of them staying longer than four years would would, would be an, an anomaly. Uh, here's another stat for you: fifty percent of ministers starting out will not last five years. Wow! And that's the case for churches too, uh, church plants, um, something around that. Sixty-one um, percent of congregations have forced a pastor to leave. Jeez, that's from Christianity Today. Check out this one from Hartford Institute for Religious Research. Eighty-three percent of clergy spouses want their spouse to leave pastoral ministry. It's awful. Mm. That's just awful. And here's the one that that always messes with me. I've heard this stat for years. Ninety percent of clergy in all denominations will not stay in ministry long enough to reach the age of retirement. Mm. In other words, 
This is from the U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics. In other words, one out of every 10 ministers will actually retire as a minister in some form. Hmm. So that means the likelihood of Ross, Sam, and Daniel to retire, you know, whenever we retire in the late 60s or whatever, as pastors, we have a 10% chance. Yeah. That's, that's chilling. That's concerning. Each of us have a 10% chance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's even right. less than all three of us would. Yeah. I feel like that scares me, not just for myself, but for the church yeah. at large, because totally. we're so desperate for good leaders. Mm-hmm. We're so desperate to, you know, churches that, that have lasting ministries are those churches that yep. are raising up other leaders. And to hear that stat, it's like, man, that is, something's going wrong there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that, that we can't uh, appropriately mm. um, train and, and provide for pastors to have a long uh, a long and lasting ministry. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast from a wife whose husband committed suicide about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, and she was just saying, the pastor is like, she's like, I don't have a, I don't have an answer for this. It's like the impossible job. You have to be inspiring week after week. You have to be able to deeply connect with everybody you meet up with. You need to be able to lead teams. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to know things deeply. Uh, be able to speak into current events. You need to have your family in order and, and, you know, happy. Like, just, like, every level. Like, while some jobs you have to be good at one thing, maybe two things, for the pastor you need to be good at everything, Mm -hmm. it feels, almost. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's really insightful and helpful you said that. And I think a lot of pastors at a lot of different churches feel a lot of inordinate pressure from their churches to be everything, to do everything. And I think it's just really sweet that our church, I don't think any of us feel that from our people. I, I feel like there's a lot of sympathy, a lot of mm-hmm. encouragement, a lot of yeah, a lot of goodwill towards us pastors. Where I, I don't feel like I'm under a microscope. I don't feel like I have to perform or else. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know about you brothers, but... I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, that's something to praise God for and to thank you for all people's church, mm-hmm. for your, your love for us. That's yeah, awesome. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think that a lot of these stats and the things that we talk about churches are not exactly relevant for our church. Mm-hmm. But there are things to keep in mind to avoid. Still helpful to, yeah. still helpful to consider. Yeah, with, with all these stats in mind, interestingly enough, uh, Vanderblumen, which is just a really helpful leadership organization, did a study of 2,400 churches, and only 72, oh, 72% of the churches do not offer sabbaticals at their church. Oh, gosh. Which is interesting when you consider that. Mm-hmm. When we see these pervasive, depressing stats about pastors, I'm not going to say if they just had sabbaticals, they would all be healthy, right? right. But, it's, but, but the, overlying, the um, overwhelming takeaway should be something is wrong in America in the way we go about pastoring mm-hmm. with a 90% dropout rate, all that kind of stuff. It's almost like the pull your... <laughs> Self up by your bootstraps. Yep. Uh, methodology applied to the ministry. Yep. Mm. Like just pay a guy to grind. Yep. And like, and yep. the church will grow. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So the the sad reality is when it comes to sabbaticals, the churches that often churches when they do implement sabbaticals, they usually do it very reactively because mm. the pastor is burnt out or there's a medical emergency or, or there's a moral failing. They need emergency crisis counseling for the family. Right. And, and, and for APC, we're trying hard to be wiser than our years, mm-hmm. <laughs> beyond our years. Mm-hmm. And, and, and one of the ways to be wiser beyond our years is being more proactive 
and rather than just react based off of what's going on. Yeah. And make no mistake, I am tired, personally. <laughs> I, I'm tired, but I'm not burned out. But I've kind of been quasi on the verge of burnout in and out for over a year now. And it feels like every single time I do a quick vacation or stuff, I get a little recharge, but I but it seems like there's just a there's like a cap and I kind of mm-hmm. fall back and, and I'm I'm just kind of just not at full capacity in almost every any area of my life. Yeah. Um, and so so I want to be honest. I'm not like, hey, we're just being completely proactive. I totally don't need one. But ideally, That's good. we want pro we want sabbaticals to happen even if the pastors pastor doesn't feel like they need one. Yeah. Right. Because what we don't want is we we don't want pastors to start to underperform, um, not be sharp mentally, be emotionally right. unhealthy, spiritually dry, and then finally when we see enough of those signs, we're like, all right. You can go on a sabbatical mm-hmm. yeah. because how many members are going to miss out on fruitfulness yeah. during that that downside? So we we don't want to wait for people to start declining, then we'll eventually do one right. when it gets too bad and unbearable. But actually, um, relatively around the five to seven year mark, or as needed, you know, mm-hmm. um, definitely the, the with the pandemic and everything in our city and some things with our church accelerated those years. Yeah, um, but. Yeah. That's our heart, and that's what we're gonna probably we're gonna do for Daniel and Ross, yeah. uh, God willing. Yeah. That's right. Um, I also just want to make a couple of comments about you know the the idea that I totally get it because I would think this too. Like, hey, why do you guys get a sabbatical? Why, you know, outside of those depressing statistics, maybe you guys are all just weak. <laughs> you get stronger, <laughs> um, and that's probably true in many ways. Um, and we are weak, and that's why we we need Jesus. Mm. But I think there's something unique about pastoral ministry that's unique among any other job. That is, every sphere of your life becomes one. What I mean by that, and for every Christian, you need everything to be in under Christ, but for the pastor, right. your friends, your family, your work, your home, everything is collapsed. Yeah. Like the pastor is never truly off. Mm-hmm. If I don't shepherd my kids and my wife well, I, I, I should be fired. If I have a moral failing in my inner life, I should be fired. Mm-hmm. If I don't pray a lot, I should eventually get fired if I don't respond, mm-hmm. right? I need yeah. to be able to perform at work. All of, almost all of my friends are within APC, not exclusively, but most of them. And so all of, almost all of them, I have a pastoral relationship with them at some mm-hmm. level. Um, every single layer of my life is connected. Yeah. And so there's no off. Yeah, like, can you imagine losing your job at a corporation for not praying enough? Yeah. Like it's, it's it, there is a, a difference, a distinction in pastoral labor. That's right. And in pastoral ministry is a ministry from the heart. And if your heart is constantly being broken because of the sadness, it's because if you're a good pastor, you're entering into the joys and sorrows of your people. Mm, and and if you have more than one person in your church, you're going to have multiple different sorrows and joys within every day and week. Mm-hmm. And it can be an emotional whiplash and a roller coaster where you're. So eventually, pastors either burn out or their hearts just check out and go cold and they stop feeling deeply. That's good. And there's something called compassion fatigue and it's very mm. common among counselors. Mm. And, and I've seen this in me where someone will tell me something really sad and I don't feel as I ought to feel. Mm. There's something wrong there. But I don't think the human heart even with God's grace, is made to, to be able to... We're not God, right? God is simultaneously weeping and rejoicing at the same time. In billions of situations right now. Mm-hmm. And for, for, for man, we can take that on, but we can't sustain that forever. And that's why sabbatical is a rest from that, where yes. you don't go to church and you're on. Like, 
I can't walk into any APC gathering without me not even meaning to scanning what's going on here. How's this person? How, how's their marriage? Oh, why is this person not here? I, I, no, I don't want to freak you guys out, church, but I know when every single one of you almost are not in the Sunday gatherings. I, I don't, I'm not trying to. I don't go to the list. I just notice. And that turning off is very hard to do, which is, is one of the reasons why almost all sabbaticals, without exception, um, the pastor takes a break from coming to Sunday gatherings. Yeah. Because I can't turn that piece off. Mm. I notice when the banners are crooked. I notice like <laughs> when, when the slides are off, who's in the volunteer. So whatever job you do in the church, I'm actually thinking about almost all of them at one time, which I know I sound like a psycho right now. <laughs> but that's, that's partially how I'm wired. And, and I don't think all pastors think that way. Well, but. Paul, Paul talks about, uh, he gives this monster list of, of trials that he'd walked through, right? Mm-hmm. And his... Uh, all those challenges, and, and he, he says, on top of all this, I carry the weight or the burden yeah. of all the churches, right. Mm. right? And that that is something, you know, my mom always said, do you carry a burden for this, or do you feel mm-hmm. the burden? Like, is mm-hmm. it, you know, and, I, and now I understand that much more. Um, as I, what Sam's describing is there's, you feel like you have a weight. <laughs> I think if you're a dad or a mom, you, you yep. feel you carry a weight for your children in a way that you don't for other people's kids. Yep. And I feel that that is a, it's a gift that the Lord lays on us. He calls us to be responsible for, yeah, that's right. for the flock in a, in a unique way. Um, but it's heavy. And, and at times it is a very healthy thing to take a, a step back from that. Obviously, right. it's, it's not that we will ever completely forget about you or lay the burden off completely. Like That's not the goal of a sabbatical, but to have the opportunity to not have it put in front of your face at every That's right. given moment, yep. you know, whether you're worshiping or whether you're at work or whether you're at home. That's right. That's, that's kind of what we're talking yeah, about. I think one of the most significant shifts of how I'm thinking about the sabbatical came last night. Because mm. I, I have felt shame about sabbatical, just the lies of if you're just strong enough, Sam, you, could, you, you don't need sabbaticals. Mm. And one thing that hit me is, like I said, how all of our spheres of our life are, are kind of um, collapsed into one. We talk a great deal about the gospel and how we are, 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 are not what we do. You know, we are who we are. Yeah. And as a pastor, it's hard to live that out because, because so much of your identity can get wrapped up in the church, especially, especially if you were the, the lead planter. Mm-hmm. My identity is is easily collapse into the successes and failures of all people's church. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways to fight the idolatry that my heart can fall into, so whether if we're doing well or poorly, is for me to say, I'm not that important. Mm-hmm. And it's for me to actually to be a better pastor for APC and for me to disentangle my identity and, and my worth in this church, but just being loved by the Father as a beloved son. And... And ultimately, this is all about me coming back to love, to be better for the church, right? Like, Mm. I don't want you to hear us talking about the challenges of pastoral ministry for us to be like, boo-hoo, right? Like, this life is so hard. It is hard, but it's worthy. I I don't want to do anything else. Mm -hmm. I'm so blessed to be a pastor. And that's why I'm doing sabbatical, so I can do it longer and do it better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not about, this is so hard, God chose me to do this, I hate it. Because statistically speaking, I saw one stat said 50% of pastors, if they could do something else, you know, they would do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, you don't want that. 
Yeah. You want pastors to be happy, and you want families to be happy their pa- dad's a pastor. Yeah, you know? amen. Anyway, we can amen. keep going. But. Yeah, I want to get into the what, uh, or I guess the specifics, the practical, what, what do you do on a sabbatical? But before I do, I just want to say there may be some misconceptions, um, I wanna, and I want to put those to rest. This is not, when we talk about a sabbatical, this is not just a long vacation. Mm. That's not that's not the goal. It's it's so much more than that. It's geared towards refreshing the soul, as we've said a lot here, for the sake of long term ministry. Yes, it may look some like a vacation, but but it's not simply a vacation. Yeah. Secondly, um, this is not a time for the pastor who's discontent with his work mm-hmm. to find another yep. form of employment mm. or to you know be exploring in that in, in that way. Uh, if we sensed that, that that was what Sam was headed off to do, <laughs> there would be an, another conversation. Yeah. But that is that is also not what this is. So again, it is chiefly about refreshing the the physical, emotional, spiritual health for the sake of, of long-term ministry. Yes, um, good. Which, again, vacation has those qualities, right? But it's it's more than that. Right. So what exactly then... Do pastors do what? What kind of things are is Sam in particular going to do on sabbatical? Yeah. So maybe a way to get before I get into the specifics, share three of the main questions I'm asking. That's framing the entire sabbatical. Mm. Here it is. One: How can I know and enjoy God more than anything or anyone? That's a great question. Two: What have I said no to over the last years? that I need to say yes to during these months off. Mm. That could be emotional, it could be relational, it could be mental, it could be my skills that I haven't been growing on and on. Three, how can I be a better pastor for all people's church? Mm-hmm. And so with those three questions in mind and thinking long-term in mind for all people's church in the kingdom of God, wider kingdom, what can I do these next three months in order to better be better and answer those questions well for the next five to seven more years? Mm-hmm. That that's how I'm framing it. And so, what am I going to do? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lot of praying. I'm gonna do a lot of extended time with the Lord. And to be honest, partly why I need to do the sabbatical is that doesn't sound super appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And that's embarrassing to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can still spend time with the Lord, but you know, I'm talking hours of time with the Lord, and and to build that rhythm and discipline of enjoying extended time, just sitting and being with my heavenly Father, yeah. um, reading. Uh, books for the soul, reading books on pastoral ministry, on church, min- on church life, on just soul life, growing in self-awareness. I'm going to be um, continuing biblical counseling. I'm going to be meeting with different mentors and different pastors. I'm going to be visiting different churches um, just for inspiration, just to see what other churches are doing. How are they growing? How, what are they better at us, better than us at? And, and, and learning from that so I can come back with some fresh fresh inspiration and vision to bring to the team and to the church. Um, I'm going to play. I'm going to rest. I'm going to take um, different kids on dates every week mm. uh, just to have one-on-one time. I, I really want them to be like, man, I'm so glad dad's a pastor. Mm. Wait, your dad's not a pastor? Oh, I pity you. You know, like that. <laughs> you know, because the mindset for pastoral kids is like, oof, you're a PK, right? You must have had it rough, right? And certainly my kids have it rougher in different ways. But overall, I want to try my best to, to where they would count it a blessing that their dad was a pastor. Sure. And date my wife. 
Um, I'm going to, and that sounds so nerdy, I'm going to play chess again. <laughs> yeah, I know, don't laugh at me. I used to play chess. Laughing. I'm going to, I'm going to start playing basketball again. I, I haven't played for over a year uh, year since COVID. I stopped, um, and I played this morning with Ross and some other people. It was a good time. It was great. It was I'll at do, 6 a.m. I'll play chess with you, actually. You'll play like, chess? Oh, yeah, I okay. like chess. All right, all right, there you go. I'm going to play golf, um, and um, I'm going to try to go to bed early. And wake up early. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of that. And, and, and one thing that's going to be big is I'm going to be working on my THM thesis. Mm. I started in my third and fourth year in um, seminary, but I haven't touched it uh, much on and off. Every time I get going on it, something crazy happens. The last mm. time I had a lot of momentum on it, um, the NBA canceled their season because of the COVID. Mm, <laughs> so yeah. I stopped playing basketball and working on my THM at that time. Mm. Um, so those are the general things. It's going to be pretty regimented. It's not going to be like me sleeping in late. I'm going to be waking up early. I'm going to have a regimen of being with the Lord, rest, play, um, study, writing the thesis. So it's going to be saying yes. And one area that <clears throat> you say no to once you become a pastor, you don't have to, but but it's, it's often, is that the continuing education and sharpening to be a pastor, mm -hmm. right? So like before you're a pastor, you're just training, 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 school, all these different seminars. But once you're a pastoring, there's so much stuff going on that it's hard to continue to grow. Mm. So I'm going to spend a lot of time reading and rereading books on loving being a pastor and the art of pastoring and preaching and different things like that to be a better preacher and pastor. So there's going to be a, a large study component to it. So it sounds like your days largely are going to be more structured rather than unstructured. Yes. The first month is going to have the least amount of structure on purpose. And the mm -hmm. first month typically for pastors are, is the detoxing month where after week two or so, the body and mind start to realize you're not going back to work and your body just all this stuff starts coming off. People sometimes get sick because their body kind of shuts down oh and can finally gosh. rest because you've just been going and going. So I don't know what's going to come out, but the first month, the goal is just to enjoy God, enjoy good gifts, pray a lot. Um, you know, pray, play, be with my family, mm -hmm. um, and just, yeah, I want to be a happy dad in the home, you know. Yeah. Um, those two, are some things. Two things I want to add. Uh, I'm encouraged the way that Sam's gone about this. He's really submitted to the, to the rest of the elders. Um, he uh, is, he's kind of crafting this, this plan, but with a lot of counsel from yeah. other men who have done this for a lot longer and have, have been on sabbaticals, been super encouraged by the way he's learning from others in the way that he's submitting to us. Um, a second thing is know that for at least one month, he's not going to be attending all yeah. people's church. It's really up to yeah. him and his wife and his family when they come. Uh, but, but that's kind of, I think that's still up in the air as, as yeah. has, how soon. I, I've been encouraged to not, not to come back until it's all done. Yeah. But I'm leaning towards coming back, um, you know, eight, six to eight weeks in. Yeah. Yeah. But, but we'll, that's TBD. Yeah, and we're, we're just, yeah. we absolutely affirm that, gladly affirm uh, the, the value in that. Um, as we close up here, what, what are, Ross, what do you believe some of the benefits uh, of this sabbatical for Sam will, will, will be reaped for our church? What are some of the things that will, will be benefits here? Yeah, the Bible says that um, pastors are a gift to the church, and um, us three in Dale, we're not fundamentally gifts because we're so exceptional. We're gifts because God made us pastors and gave mm. us to the church. Mm. And as a result of that, we as a church want to steward pastors well. Yeah. Um, I'm just, right now I've been, you know, thinking about the NBA playoffs and, you know, 
because that's going on or going on right now. And there's there's certain athletes that come to mind who just played relentlessly until their bodies broke down and their mm. careers ended earlier. Mm. And there's other athletes who take really good care of their bodies and rest from games and are extending their careers much longer. Mm. And um, over the course of years and decades, a church is much better served by a well-maintenance pastor mm. than an un maintenance pastor. Mm-hmm. This, this three months will stretch us in some ways mm-hmm. and will be um, more difficult in some ways having one less uh, pastor at the helm. But in the long-term co- course of our church's health and fruitfulness, seems to be no doubt that this will produce more fruit yeah. rather than just continuing to push forward without any regard to resting and recuperating. Yeah. Keep yeah. going, but I, I, there's one thing I forgot to say. Yeah, Churches that have regular sabbaticals for pastors keep pastors longer, mm. which makes sense. Sadly, a lot of churches, pastors don't stay long enough to even be eligible for their first sabbatical. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, this is ultimately three months feels like forever. And when I first proposed this, I, I talked about two months you know, and you guys pushed me towards three months, and everyone, all the other mentors said three months, and it feels like forever, but like in the grand scheme of like the long term, three months is nothing. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. At least that's what I'm telling myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, just as far as the individual dynamics of our church and our team, um, Sam is the, the lead planter in the sense that you've been at this longer than any of us with All People's Church, and I think I would say to say you probably have a, the strongest personality on the team. And so mm-hmm. as a result, um, it, can, it can be easy to, to look to Sam as the leader. Mm-hmm. And I think it's healthy for a church to see all the pastors God raised up mm-hmm. as the leaders together. And so mm-hmm. that can help us to shift more towards that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, Having, having this sabbatical. Um, during a sabbatical, both the church and the pastor on sabbatical can be reminded that God can work without that particular person. That's right. Um, we love Pastor Sam, but we don't need him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Just like we love any of our pastors, but don't need any of us. Um, and this will be a concrete reminder that uh, Sam, nor, Sam nor any other pastor is the fundamental force driving this church forward. It's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. And um, may this be a fruitful season. And may, yeah. may, we, may we learn all the more that we love and appreciate Pastor Sam, but yeah, need yeah. God's grace. That's right. The only thing I'd add is that it just re- I hope this would remind you that you know, we, are, we are not unique sheep ultimately like we are yes we're called as pastors but we are still sheep and we need rest we need uh we need the same sort of uh grace as anyone so this this is one one example we're we're trying to set an example to say hey we we need jesus we need seasons of rest and we hope that even you'll take seasons of rest whatever that looks like uh, in the on the weekly basis, yearly, all, all the all those sorts of ways. Yeah. Last thing, practically, Sam sabbatical is going to be July twelfth through October eleventh, um, and so we're super excited, super excited to offer that to him. He's going to be sharing a family talk on uh, the twenty seventh of this month, 
And um, his last Sunday with us will be the 11th of July be, uh, at the beginning of that sabbatical. So we're, mm-hmm. again, we're thrilled. We're praying uh, that God would just really do all that we, we are hoping, you know, that we've shared today, that God will refresh Sam and his family. Uh, this is absolutely for Sam, but it's also for his family. So we just uh, would ask that you, you'd pray for, for Sam, pray for the team. And uh, if you have questions for us about what we've shared today, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, but we, we pray that this, uh, this is helpful to you, and uh, we, we uh, are appreciative that you listened. So God bless you. Have Thanks. a great day.